a field guide to the 21st century workplace. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Magdalena Yashiel, entrepreneur, board member, immigrant, and author of Power Up, How Smart Women Win in the New Economy. Welcome, Magdalena. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I look at you as a technology pioneer. Um, and many of us know who you are, but for those who don't, give us a brief summary of your contributions to Silicon Valley. Well, probably what I'm best known as is the first investor and founding board member of Salesforce, uh, the company that is in the um, CRM space, customer relationship management space. I invested in the company long before the idea of the cloud existed, long before the idea of SaaS existed. But that's how it goes. When you're an early investor, you invest in things that are going to be in the future but are not there. Um, I also have a career of being an entrepreneur myself. I founded three companies in succession. Um, two of them went public, one got acquired. I'm actually on my fourth company right now. And I'm lucky enough to have put myself in a room every Saturday and wrote, write it, and wrote the book Power Up, How Smart Women Win in the New Economy. So what, in, what inspired you to, to write Power Up? Well, so I studied engineering. Um, I studied engineering and uh, became part of Silicon Valley back in the semiconductor days. Uh, semiconductors to computer systems to software. I always was the only woman, but I never really paid attention to it. All I wanted to be was the best engineer, the best product manager, the best of whatever I was doing. Then I became a VC. I was the only uh, investor in my female investor in my uh, firm. But again, I didn't pay attention to the fact that I was female. I wanted to have a better track record and in investments than any of my partners. So my attitude never was you know, I'm female and the world's against me. My attitude was, hmm, I can compete with all these guys. I can win. I probably can beat them. So when I started hearing that Silicon Valley was really a hostile place for women and the statistics were so dismal, I thought, you know, if we keep publicizing this, not that it's not correct, it is, but if we keep talking about it, young women, are going to get discouraged and not join the technology industry. So how can I actually change that wave? How can I actually show that you know, my career has been pretty successful and fruitful? And 27 other women that I interviewed for, for Power Up have had great careers as well. So the only purpose I wrote the book is to motivate their young readers to basically go forward with careers in technology. You talk about, you know, hoping that uh, young women, and I think men too, uh, could read your book and feel encouraged and maybe, you know, have some connection with, in what ways does Power Up actually serve as a field guide for women in the workplace? Yeah, and you're right. I mean, I think that except for one chapter where I uh, basically talk about sexual um, uh, dynamics in the workplace, everything else applies to men as well, including the parenting chapter, because let's face it, men are also parents at some point in their lives if they choose to. So the goal is to show anecdotes from my career, um, lessons learned from my career, as well as other people's careers, and to basically say, this worked for me, this didn't work for me, 
this was really hard, but this is how I overcame it. And show examples. This is not a sociology book. It's not a book that basically is trying to um, survey the field and make suggestions. It's very anecdotal. It's very personal. And it is, the whole idea is here are some pragmatic to, you know, how to's. See if it, you can apply it into your own career, into your own life. The book offers mentorship. And I noticed that you quote your father a number of times. What role did he play in how you approach things? Well, I think the best thing my father ever did to me, did for me was um, gave me the self-confidence very early on and forced me to stand on my own two feet. Um, just a very short story, when I first showed up in the United States, I ended up in Southside Chicago, which was a very dangerous neighborhood in its days. And I was famished, the dormitories um, dining hall was closed. I had never heard of McDonald's before. I asked where I could get a meal and they told me there was a McDonald's down the street, I could walk there. So dressed in my pleated skirt and high heels and nice shirt and gold bracelets, I started walking down State Street in Southside Chicago. And the cops pulled, next, pulled up next to me, asking me where I was going. And I told them I was going to a restaurant named McDonald's. Anyway, long story short, they took me in. They told me that no walking around here, especially with gold bracelets, you're gonna get killed. They drove me to McDonald's, they brought me back. They told me what a dangerous place it was. So I immediately called my dad and I said, dad, you were right. You didn't want me to come to the United States. You told me that it was quite dangerous and it's much worse than you told me. You were absolutely correct. I'm gonna turn my return trip and come back home right away. And he, instead of saying, you're right, I told you so, said quite the opposite. He said, you know what? I trust in you. I know that you can handle anything. Just do what the police says. You can handle a bad neighborhood. And then he hung up on me. And that was my first night in the United States. So what he gave me was that self-confidence that I could overcome anything. And I think that that's the best gift we can give our children. It's the best gift we can really give ourselves is knowing how to stand on our own wobbly legs. Who, influence, who, who influences you today? Who's, who's somebody you look up to? Um, I really look up to the women who are much younger than me. I'm blown away how different they are than my generation. I do think they have more self-confidence. I sometimes worry that they might have too much chutzpah and they might get shut down too quickly, but it really impresses me how the generation has changed. Um, so the young women today, I actually, when I grow up, want to be like them. <laughs> I love that. You, you talk in the book about having the courage to fail. When in your life did you have the courage to fail? I think from very early on. Um, remember, I grew up in a all-Muslim country as a Christian kid. So for me, from day one, the idea of being an other, being an outsider, was part of my life. Um, I wasn't allowed sometimes to play with other kids because I had such a weird name, Magdalena. It just gave me away immediately. So the idea of failure, the idea of rejection, wasn't an idea. It was my reality. 
So I had to survive. I had to survive with react, rejection. I had to survive with failure. And I truly believe that what stands in our way to success is our fear of failure. If we are worried about failing, we will never take a risk. So once we can get over the fear of failure, I think success, it might not always be there, but at least we will have a shot at it. I'm going to quote you here. You said in the book, a true entrepreneur has a wide capacity in her heart for adventure and learning, but none at all for regret. Since, mm -hmm. since so much is learned through failure, how do you not have at least some regrets? Well, I make a practice of it. It doesn't come naturally. I think it doesn't come naturally to anyone, and it certainly doesn't come naturally to me. If you look at my life, I have so many both personal and professional reasons to feel regretful. I can count them. It's over a thousand that I can just enumerate for you. But I have an option. I can control my thoughts. I can control my feelings. And instead of wasting my time feeling regret about what I should have done or could have done, I just look forward and say, you know, I made the best decision I could at the time. It might really seem stupid now, but that was my best thinking. How can I beat myself for that? That was the best I could do. So I learned from the things I did that I today feel were mistakes. You've got so many powerful stories in the book, and I highly recommend it to anybody interested in furthering their career or learning from a pioneer like yourself. If somebody wants to connect with you, Magdalena, how can they do that? Probably the easiest place is magdalena.com. You know, when you're early in the internet, you can buy the domain name you want, and I did. <laughs> so magdalena.com has links to where to get um, the book, as well as a lot of my um, lectures and videos and um, some of my articles, et cetera. That's a fun place to go. Thanks again, Magdalena. That was Magdalena Yashiel, entrepreneur, board member, immigrant, and author of Power Up, How Smart Women Win in the New Economy. I highly recommend the book. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.